The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. John, welcome to the show. Thank you, doctor. Yeah, you have a question on this 12-step method? Yes, I've been in uh, I'm in one 12-step recovery program for 15 years, and I'm finding a, a need to be in another fellowship as well. And uh, one has worked very well for me, and I, I'm struggling uh, to maintain a sobriety in, in, the, in this other fellowship. And uh, your name came up, and I'm wondering, as a you know, in in is it rational for me to rely on 12-step recovery programs for uh, so that I don't uh, practice the addictions that uh, uh, seem to be compulsive in me? Okay. What are your habits? Uh, I've had uh, alcoholism, and then the other one is the food and, and sex uh, uh, addictions. Okay. When you when we call them addictions, what do we assume? That they that we're powerless over them and um, that my life uh, has become unmanageable. And then it becomes how easy or hard to change. If a doctor says, Ellen, you've got diabetes, I don't have it, but if he says that, then I have to work within the bounds of diabetes if I want to live longer and happier, right? Yes. When you're told you have an addiction, it's like a rubbish stamp on you that then tells you what about the change process. How do you mean? Well, if somebody tells me that, uh, let's say that I drink too much, and somebody tells me it's an addiction, you know, it's partly genetic, it's partly uh, maybe, you know, habits from a long time ago, but regardless, you need to give yourself up to a higher power. You need to recognize that you're an alcoholic for life. You can never let down your guard and that you'll need to go to meetings and to have a sponsor. What type of view is that presenting to me? Uh, that I'm relying on... Uh no hope, really. Well, the only hope then is to is to do what uh, uh, others do, and that's to, you know, get a sponsor, read the big book, go to meetings, and uh, practice abstinence. Right. And now, let's say that you heard somebody have a different approach, and they say, "Listen, John, or if I use myself, listen, Ellen." You, you have been drinking way too much. Let's figure out, let's figure out why you're trying to escape. Because alcohol works. I mean, in quotes, works. It helps you feel better when you're not feeling, when you're psychologically not feeling well, when you're confused, your mind is muddled, or you feel guilty, or you feel depressed, or you feel anxious. I mean, it, it, people use it for a reason. They're not stupid, right? Right. So if if I say, let's figure out what's going on in your life and what thinking skills you could use that would make you not even want to turn to alcohol. And let's take it, if you want, one step at a time. I mean, you can't overload a person, but it's not one step at a time in terms of abandoning your mind to a higher power. It's Loving your mind, embracing your mind, being willing to face good facts about yourself. Some people are running away from actually very good traits that they have that they feel unfortunately guilty for. Maybe they're ambitious and they feel guilty for being too selfish. They want the better better things in life and their parents don't want them to go a certain route. That's an unearned guilt and it would be much better for them to recognize that that's an unearned guilt and deal with it rather than just 
continuing a habit. I agree it, it turns into a habit, but I don't see it as an addiction and habits are something you can break of turning to alcohol as a means to deal with problems that are in your mind. So if I said to you, Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds. That's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. Oh, I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. <laughs> Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, uh, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. So if I said to you, listen, you don't have to be an alcoholic for life. And AA is not the only route. There are rational recovery programs and you can have a cognitive therapy approach, or there are other approaches too that are effective. I mean, people respond differently to different interventions, but you can gain the thinking skills that can help you face head on whatever the main problems are that are driving you to drink, to uh, do you eat too much, is that it? Right. You're, you're morbidly obese? No, no, I I just uh, binge on sweets, cookies. I can eat a box of cookies uh, at a setting. Oh, that's, yeah, so can I. <laughs> but I have changed. I mean, as a childhood, I used to sit with the marshmallow, the chocolate-covered, uh, I don't know what they were, graham cracker, delicious treats. I forget the name now. <laughs> and I could go through a box at a time. I used to sneak and steal them out of the cabinet in the middle of the night when my parents were sleeping. I mean, talk about, uh, that's, but I wouldn't call that an addiction. It's just a pursuit of values and knowing my parents wouldn't let me have it. I had them. Uh, and sex, are you pr very promiscuous? Are you uh, taking risks that could put you at risk for health problems? Certainly. Yeah. Okay, can you get yourself to a? Uh, I'd love to you to see, get you to a rational therapist. Are you in? You're in AA. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let me go back to my first point, which is that if you have a different view of yourself as capable of change, capable of seeing all of these three problems as in the past, would you like that view better? Yes. It's open. It's available to you. It's what Ayn Rand refers to as check your premises. Uh, look at your core fundamental philosophical ideas about yourself, about the world, about others, about your future, and make sure that you are making choices and have the thinking methods to really thrive in life. And there are, I wish I could say there are a lot of objectivist psychologists, there aren't yet, the closest thing is a cognitive therapist, but some of them come from irrational theoretical orientation, so you can go to the academyofct.org. You can go to my website, uh, that, that's, that will list cognitive therapists around the country. You can go to my website, and there is a book, Sober for Good, that's an excellent book by Anne Fletcher. Okay. And that's just dealing with the alcohol problem. But if you can also, there at my website, Dr. Kenner, K-E-N-N-E-R dot com, there mm -hmm. is also a book, Changing for Good. Okay. And that just totally pulverizes the view that change is impossible. <laughs> Um, the idea of turning to a god or a mystic mysticism really robs you of your own mind. Mm -hmm. And it keeps you tied to that system and tied to that, in quotes, disease, which I don't see as a disease. 
Somebody, okay. I went to a talk yesterday and someone said, you know, if alcoholism is a d- disease, then so is, then or if you have a gene for alcoholism, then you have to have a gene for speed, you have to have a gene for pot, you have to have a gene for, he said, it's bizarre, it becomes ridiculous if you look at that genetic approach to uh, uh, alcoholism. So listen, thank you so much for your call and I wish you, so, you your own hard-earned uh, sobriety and happiness. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Drs. Kenner and Locke. We've all used or been the target of insults at some point in our lives. We're familiar with the sinking feelings and hurt that accompany such moments. Not the warm closeness of soulmates, but the emotional turbulence of facing an adversary. We feel anger, hurt, guilt, frustration, helplessness, or hopelessness. We feel misunderstood, cast as a villain, accused of doing things we did not do, and of not doing things that we did do. In some relationships, this love-destroying cycle goes on for decades until death or divorce puts an end to it. When your partner, your best friend, has turned into an enemy, you both lose. Poor methods of communication are dysfunctional. They don't work even when the accusations are true. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and buy it at amazon.com.